0: took his stupid hand and like just ran it between your butt cheeks!
1: Hey! Oh god, okay. <laughs> I didn't hear you say you weren't recording until. <laughs> I'm recording now, but that was something else. That was quite the hey. <laughs> wow. Hey. hey. Yes. Welcome back. Every- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Diaries of a Wedding Singer. We have a special treat for you all today, and it is our special interview with Meg Doherty, a current performer in the Broadway show, Wicked. So she's got some fun insights to tell us all about. So we've known Meg for at least 15 years, going back to our childhood. She was one of the first people that we performed with and community theater and different shows and just an amazing performer, learned so much from her. And I'm so excited to talk to her today about all of her performance experience in general and on Broadway and all of that. It's good stuff. So enjoy, here is Meg Doherty. Yeah. Well, thank you, Meg, for talking with us. When we started this, we were like, who could we talk to? Meg? <laughs> we didn't, like, <laughs> didn't even think twice about having you on because we knew you had stories Definitely. for us. Uh-huh. Definitely. have those stories. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, well, I mean, feel free to jump right in. We'd love to hear what you're doing now. Like, Tell us a little bit about your what you're doing, I guess, for work and for, throughout the past. Like, Who couple- I am. Yeah, okay. you well, are. Um,
0: yeah. My name my stage name, Meg <laughs> actually also my legal name. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, well, I mean, that's sort of the joke is like I can tell when people met me through different how they oh know what right. my name is because right. people who know me from like way back think of me as a scandal. Mm-hmm. and then um, and then when I went to go file my taxes for the first time at the age of ten, um, <laughs> oh, geez, because you've been performing cause, that long. Cause- yeah. Right uh yeah so I went to file my taxes for the first time and then they just were like oh um this person doesn't exist and I remember opening up my thing and reading it and looking at my mom and saying they say I don't exist and then all of a sudden this moment she like (laughs) she just like got this moment of clarity and was like wait a minute (gasps) oh that's right you're a Doherty so I'm like the middle child Oh my God. (laughs) You're like the pseudo adopted child. I'm the middle child with a different last name.
1: That's right. We're both middle children too. We we love a good middle child.
0: Oh yeah, middle child, different last name than both of my brothers. That's, That's so funny. Hilarious. You know what? I
1: always thought that the reason you were like was was because of a stage name. Like why you didn't use Scannel is or is because you just like liked the name Doherty better than Scannel.
0: Um, but no, no this... well, for a long time I was going by Doherty Scannel. So I went through. Yeah, Do- I went yeah, as Doherty yeah. Scannel with the hyphen um after school I had a casting director who just looked at me and she was like that's a lot of name that's a lot to that's write a down lot of name <laughs> yeah. but it's also my legal name because my mom I can't the way I was born in Massachusetts and mm-hmm. my mom is the one who needs to like fill out the paperwork because my dad's just not on my birth certificate <laughs> <laughs> No, she was having a day, I guess. Um, (laughs)
1: She was like, I'm just, I'll be right back. I just have to go quickly do something else. That
0: is hilarious. So
1: you not only, you find out he's not on your birth certificate and you also have a major identity crisis at the age of 10.
0: (laughs) Well, I just, I was like, listen, there's no question I'm his child. I have his ADHD. (laughs) I have his storytelling. I like have his organizational skills. Like there's no question. It is very clear, but like just is absent from my birth certificate. (laughs) So I'm a Doherty. Funny. so yeah but i so i'm meg daugherty <laughs> and that's where we were right okay um the beginning mean at the beginning yeah. yeah at the very beginning <laughs> okay um oh yeah do you guys have a time limit am i supposed nope. to keep nope. it brief right okay um <laughs> so yeah so i uh am currently in preparation to go back into the broadway company of Woo-hoo. wicked fun Woo-hoo. that's yeah. awesome congrats Thank you. Thank you. Um, we start rehearsals in August and we reopen on September 14th. So, yeah, my job basically right now is like trying to get ready to go back into the show. Because, mm-hmm. totally. I, I mean, good Lord. I, I you know, you cross uh, 30-something and then it's lose it <laughs> or lose it land. Yeah. And <laughs> yep. Yes. <clears throat> boy yeah. boy a whole 16 months of sitting on your tush is a bunch of lose it um, well, i so, mean really yeah it's not like it's
1: it's not like it's been a month in between shows or something it's, it's like you said a year and a half almost
0: yeah. of not doing so, anything uh, are you are yeah. you
1: saying like vocally or like just like performance in general like remembering what oh, it's like oh, to be on stage yeah
0: yeah all of the above mm-hmm. yeah all <laughs> of the above because it's not only just the like vocal aspect of it i feel pretty okay about my vocals because i did spend uh, most of the of that time off actually teaching voice, and mm. if not teaching voice, then I also um, do baby music classes. So I at least am singing yeah. a- every week. Um, oh gosh, and- I remember
1: you teaching doing classes, you know, all the way back to the Point Sebago Bago days. And I remember mm-hmm. specifically a memory of mine with you, you, you asked everybody to go up on your, on their toes. And my feet were like arched outwards towards my pinky toes. You know, they weren't mm-hmm. like straight up and down. And I, you looked right at me and you go, you get your feet straight now. <laughs> I was
0: like, ah! <laughs> oh my god you you don't you're I know You're. we're just trying to figure it out but I really don't want you to like break your ankle yeah exactly and I had
1: no idea what proper anything was and you were like no you straighten those ankles out right now and like the fear of god struck in me at that moment and literally <laughs> well, anytime never I, forgotten it, I've never forgotten it right and even today <laughs> When I'm, like, walking around and I notice I'm walking on the outsides of my feet, I'll, like, purposely try to bring them in together, like, oh as a gosh. normal thing. Still to this that's day. So isn't that crazy? <laughs> Serious power.
0: <laughs> Serious well, power. Uh, <laughs>
1: it's
0: like, don't do that. Well, yeah, because that's the other thing. I mean, as far as, like, any time you're trying to – dance is so different than moving – I mean, it is isn't. it isn't moving athletically. Just things that you're not going to do necessarily if you were playing a sport. Right. Or if you're running or you're doing yoga. Like, just the kind of things and having that proper alignment so that you're not in the long run damaging your knees damaging your ankles right, right, damaging right. your lower back or any of that stuff it's so because a lot of the time we're just kind when you're young you're all bendy and you're gonna bounce back and it's gonna some be of us okay. are more
1: bendy when we're younger than others
0: <laughs> yeah some of us are never bendy at all yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. for those of you who uh, forgot Susie and i have arthritis so <laughs> never been bendy
0: It's really great. No, but right. And it's just like learning to take care of that and do it in a way where you're not like creating long term damage.
1: That makes me that brings me actually to a a question regarding vocal preparation, because as like for you, especially as a Broadway singer and for Susie and I as like wedding singers, what do you do as far as like vocal warm ups? Because and how do you keep your voice in shape? Because I really don't think I do enough to keep my voice in shape and I'll do like like warm-ups in the car just like singing along to stuff as a warm-up and not an actual thing. So like as a vocal teacher, as a performance Broadway musician, artist, what do you do? We
0: have to remember that we are we're like vocal athletes and mm-hmm. so... It, it are it is trying to keep trained these teeny little muscles and so not only understanding the, your anatomy and the placement of your larynx and exploring all of that stuff and keeping it nice and, and uh, limber but it's like doing stuff, easy things like uh, singing through a song on like a lip trill so um, or like a lip buzz uh-huh. however okay. you want to call it but like mm-hmm. because what happens is if you ever sing through something on like a lip trill or something like that you're going to notice it's so much easier and your voice feels more like one voice. Mm-hmm. Huh. And it's easier to transition into your upper register. It might feel seamless. And then when you try to open your mouth and sing it on an all, all of a sudden it's like, why is this cl- climbing Mount Everest? Um, <laughs> comparatively speaking. And so singing through and kind of getting all of that nice and warmed up uh, and singing easy because what happens is, is that it's similar to um, – singing straw exercises oh getting (laughs) very technical now Uh, so singing straw exercises are things that uh, for anybody who hasn't heard of it uh, this was started by uh, vocal therapists and speech pathologists and what they would do is they would take a straw and you would put it into like a cup of water and then you would sing and the bubbles the pressure kind of pushes back the energy and so what ends up happening is you have equalized energy of the Vo- the air coming out and through your vocal cords and then also pushing some of the energy back uh, towards the vocal cords because you're not just expelling all of your air. Mm-hmm. And those kinds of exercises are so great because it can cut your warm-up in half. And if you have children or just you have a busy schedule, it becomes hard for you to take the time. I don't have 25 minutes to warm up. Right. So, If you're taking these draws and you're just kind of singing through that and just moving through your register, starting in a nice comfortable place, but working on having that sort of seamless transition and paying attention to your voice and making sure that it feels nice and limber and you're ready to go sing for two hours or three hours or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. you can really cut that warm up time down in half and just take care of your instrument. Yeah, absolutely. There and it is. Do you find
1: your instrument? Yeah, exactly.
0: That's wonderful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do you find... I'm going to practice that. I'm literally going to do, <laughs> like, singing through lip trills and, like,
0: you well, know, totally. every time.
1: You have to get out and go for a run. Like, take your voice for a run because you, you will lose it.
0: Absolutely. Uh- Absolutely. Absolutely. And also the other thing is, is that nobody really talks about it, but as women, our voices do change. Totally. Like everybody knows Mm -hmm. about the male voice change, Mm -hmm. um, but they don't really talk about the female voice change. And the thing is, is that you see all these girls who are teenagers or in their early twenties and just out of like either a vocal performance program or a musical theater program. And they're just shrieking up mm-hmm. to the rafters and it's like well me too when I was a kid <laughs> and then I like hit 30 and my voice was like oh we're not doing that anymore yeah uh, and you have to find different ways of of approaching things and you have to learn to live in the mix and especially now with the way that a lot of pop music is written the way that a lot of musical theater is written now like having that power mix, Uh, is so important because it's how you're gonna be able to sing through things forever, not just once. Right. Right, exactly.
1: Hey guys, wanna make a podcast but not sure where to start? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And there are creation tools in the app that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can even make money from it with no minimum listenership. And the best part, it's free. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. such a bummer when I think about your time on Broadway because weren't you on for like three weeks and then COVID hit?
0: Yeah. Or is so, it something
1: so annoying like that? It, so like it was.
0: Uh, you do you know Molly Keen Dryer, right? Yeah. Do yeah. You know, yes. She literally texted me and she was like, "This is so on brand for you." I know. <laughs> <That's> so <laughs> <unfair>. <laughs> was laughing so hard about the whole thing because I was like, "This is about right." Um, did you oh, watch also- that dream? Let me just quickly snatch
1: that right away from you. Let me just quickly, I'll just take it right back for a second.
0: You know this thing you've been working towards forever. Uh, Yeah, so, so, so,
1: like, how do you Um, deal with, like,
0: preparing for that, and, like, were you ever sick when performing? I wasn't, thank the Lord. I was never, I never had the chance, Um, but, no, it's fine. The thing about it is, like, my whole entire life changed, because I went from being this person that was, like, so scattered with a million different jobs and just, like, living the life of a freelancer, you know, someone who will never collect Social Security, Um, and, then all of a sudden it was like, boom, this is your full-time job. This is it, my full-time job. And amazing. I mean, it was also super nerve wracking and I found that I really had to get up every day and like meditate for 20 minutes before Mm -hmm, I started my day because I had lived such a compartmentalized, fragmented like actor in New York life that was all over the place that to then have one day or one job that I had to focus on, it was Incredibly overwhelming to have that switch, Mm -hmm. Um, especially have it switch when you're when you're a fully an adult and you have your routines, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm not as I'm not as flexible as I used to be as Mm -hmm. far as rolling with the punches with all of this stuff. Right. Right. Uh, This is very spoiled rotten. I'm so (laughs) lucky to be a part of a company like Wicked because I I believe
1: you just said that sentence like that's so awesome, (laughs) so
0: awesome, (laughs) but. It's just so cool. They really take care of us as well. A lot of Broadway companies are just like really trying to make it happen. And even though you get to Broadway, it's still it's still kind of the same as everywhere else where it's like, well, we had a lot of people who believed in this, but then there was no audience for it. But Wicked is this billion dollar brand right and so they really want it and need to take care of their people so not only do we have access to like physical therapists who can come in and work with us because the stage is raked uh which means it's on an angle and you spend enough time on that and that's really gonna jack up your hips and back um and but I also um, they we I had access to a gym membership where they had a steam room. So I would go oh. and like steam and mm-hmm. then I would go and do my spine stuff and like go lay on like a foam roller to like lengthen yep. out my spine and roll yep. out. And then I'm like taping my knees oh, and yep. <laughs> you're like a professional athlete. It really it's is like a
1: professional athlete. I was going to say I don't I don't consider that spoiled brat at all. Like in the company, well, I consider that like, you know. <laughs> The necessary means of doing the job they're in. Give me a good show. Absolutely.
0: Well, and that's the thing is like as performers and as artists, we are told by society at large so much by so many people that it's like, well, what's your real job? Mm -hmm. Or whatever. You you do. You just get told that all the time, or people are like, you know, Oh, you're an actor. What are you in? And if you're not in something right now, or you're a singer, what's your band name? And if you're not doing something right now, then somehow it's like you're seen as, or what am I going to know you from? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not different than who I was like five years ago. I'm still the same level of performer. I just all of a sudden have a job with a company that everybody knows now. Right, right. Do you find that there's like a ton
1: of pressure to be like, okay, well, we know you're in Wicked now, but what's next? What's after? Even
0: while you're involved in something so great? Um, I mean, not not really, mostly because everybody's really been worried about their own nonsense for (laughs) (laughs) for, (laughs) the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know that for me, I did have a little bit of internalized how can okay this is this is such a major opportunity that you have been waiting for how can you capitalize on this because also at the end of the day like there's some people who can do eight shows a week forever um but I don't know if I'm someone who can do eight shows a week forever um Mm -hmm. and also it's like every job ends Every job ends. There's only so long that I will be able to pretend I'm a college student in this show. (laughs) Um, So, you know, it's it's understanding that you have to be smart about it and thank God I'm not a kid anymore mm, right and like right, a, just a total idiot who's gonna go take this crazy paycheck I'm getting and blow it on right. I don't know like jeans that aren't gonna fit me soon um <laughs> like
1: <laughs> what yeah. you're an adult you you know you, you've yeah. got a perspective on world without well, this versus yeah. and you hof- know and world now with that this. you I mean you have this amazing thing under your belt now basically mm. so I mean if worst case scenario you have this amazing thing that you can put on your resume and be like this is what I've done and these are this is all the other shows that I've done and all the other jobs that I've had. Like, look at this amount of experience that I have. Right, right. Like, that's so important. So and, important.
0: And also, I mean, for for a big part of it as well, knowing my type, um, which is, mm-hmm. this is just so different as being an actor. There just weren't casting people who were my type who were in their 20s or in their early 30s. But then, you Uh know, there's also, there's there's so much more stuff that's being, like, filmed in New York now. Um, So there's just a lot of possibilities, and it's really kind of exciting, and I, you know, I hope I'm, like... (laughs) focused and organized and smart enough to like really seize of on the opportunity I was gonna yeah. say I was like I think so no worries there oh
1: my god <laughs> I'm I'm really interested to see what that audition process was like how do you audition for Wicked
0: yeah there's I mean there's tons of casting, directi- casting directors in New York and there's all these different offices and um, Wicked happens to be under Telsey which actually Telsey casts like ever, like almost everything on Broadway. It's almost like a okay. weird monopoly. Um, hmm. And the thing about that is like you can look and see certain people's careers that it just was this casting office really liked them. And so right, they right. got that? That's just how it is in so many things, it is, isn't it? Well, and that's the thing is like, and it makes sense because... Mm-hmm. We, you know, from a childlike perspective, you think, oh, whoever's the best for the job will, will, work, mm-hmm. will get it. And the thing is, is that, sure, but also, uh, once you get to New York, everyone's talented, so what else are you bringing to right. the table? Exactly. Right, exactly. And right. people mm-hmm. want to work with people they like to work with, and that's right. the same, that is a universal truth. Yes. You want to work with the people who you know are going to do a good job, who are going to have your back, who you get along with. Like, you're mm-hmm. never going to, if you're if you're auditioning someone for a band or even if you're interviewing someone to you know babysit your children or like work at an ice cream stand you're going to take matter. the person. Anyone
1: can watch my kids. <laughs>
0: You like take them, <laughs> um, but it's like are you're you available? T- yes, right. <laughs> but you're going to take the if there's someone who's like a total stranger or someone totally. who comes recommended through someone else, you're going to mm-hmm. take the person who's recommended 100%. by someone. You yep. know, that's just the yep. way it always is. And yep. so, um, but anyway, so for my personal journey for Wicked was that I got typed out of auditions, meaning like you show up and there's so many people that they have to like. Arbitrarily go through, which is stupid for Wicked because there's no type typing for Wicked. The whole point right. of the show is that it is kind of everyone. But totally. when they have like chorus calls or even EPAs, which is an equity principal audition, which meaning you're a member of the union, the right. actors union. Um, but when they have these auditions, there's just everybody shows up because there is no type and anybody could be in the show. And mm-hmm. so they'll type they type and it's just a way of like weeding it down and so maybe they know they're looking someone for this track um and that track and they know that this person needs to cover this person's in the ensemble but they need to cover Glinda or they need to cover uh, the father or they need to cover you know Mm -hmm. whoever and so I went to all these auditions for a really long time and I couldn't get in and my track specifically my role is uh when Glinda gets to school in the beginning of the show she has two friends who and the three of them together are kind of the mean girls and one of the friends is a thin dancer and one of the friends is generally plus size because she also covers Madame Morrible who's the headmistress of the school who's played by an older woman and there's one woman in the ensemble who is an older woman in the cast and she is the first cover for Madame Morrible, and then this is the second understudy for Madame Morrible. Okay. Um, And... So everybody needs to like double up, and every every principal role has two understudies, <laughs> generally wow. speaking. Um, and so, because you never know when someone's going to go on vacation or someone's going to do all these things, I mean, you always have to have someone ready to cover for the part. Sure and course. so, this plus size character in the cast is usually a younger person who can play older. Um, and the thing about that is that there's not a ton of work for plus size act- actresses. There just yeah. isn't. Yeah. Um, it's this like weird demographic that they're like, well, we see you as this like one thing and we gave you hairspray, yeah. so what what else do you need? Um, oh my God. Right, gosh. so it's we like this. We you hairspray. Where you're like, I'm confused. Um, there's a lot of us and we are all also very different types of people. We're humans. Yeah. Weird. Okay. What? Um, no, you're not. So, <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, so I had... The thing is is that when people get into that role a lot of the time they'll they'll sit there and hang out. Um, Sure. And they just sign contract after contract because why not? I I can't say I wouldn't. Um, And so I couldn't get in for it for a really long time. And then a very good friend of mine from college was was like, really, you're super right for this track because he was working as the music director on in one of the national tours. And he was like, really trying to get me in for it, but he didn't have, he wasn't in a position of power. And then um, after a while, he ended up moving over and going into the music director um, position for the Broadway company. And he was just like, they knew that they were looking for someone for this track. And so he was like, I have a friend and she's right for this. Um, oh, can awesome. we bring her in? Who you and know? I had happened to like wish him happy birthday. And he was like, we're still looking for this. And I think you're right. I'm going to bring you in. And I went Ugh. in. And I went in once. And uh, they called me in right in the middle of a vacation with my, my now husband. And nice. we. And I was, I know. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> he was so sweet. We were supposed to, cut. I was supposed to fly down. There were a whole bunch of tornadoes and all the flights were canceled. We were in Montreal. And he just mm. like called up the car rental place and was like, this is really important. We need to get back to New York. Can I take this car? And they said, sure. And so he drove me home and oh I went gosh. into this audition and I came out and I was like, "I oh, well, that happened. Okay. And so oh we went gosh. back to Montreal and finished our vacation. They called me back <laughs> a little while later and they were like, that's great for now. Test mm-hmm. you twice. So I ended up going in again um, in January and I'm like in the middle of planning our what is now not, a canceled wedding um oh, just added to, add so it it to it's the like, list <laughs> it's just Come right on. January so it's like January 2020 and we're like a couple days in I'm in the throes of like doing all of this wedding planning stuff and they were like hey see you on Thursday and I was like see you on Thursday can I even do this right now and so I went in and it was just like this great experience where this casting director was there, and my friend was in the room, and um, it's like one of
1: those things where the your interview started and you didn't realize it started already. Like your audition has begun, and like you don't even know it because you're just exactly. chatting and having a good time.
0: Exactly. So. I got a text from my friend saying, hey, where are you going to be at about 3 o'clock? And I was like, oh, I'm around. And then Wherever he fast- where you need, need me to, me to be. be. <laughs> <laughs> me, right? And then he FaceTimed me, and he was like, hey, how did your dance call go? And I was like, it went pretty well, but I feel like it could have been in my character more. And he was like, well, I think you'll probably be able to, you know, work more on your character on Tuesday when you start rehearsals. <laughs>
1: like- oh, it just gave me chills. chills. Oh, I
0: literally did too. Oh, God. And- like, years of just, like, waiting for that phone call yeah and it's hard because like I know exactly what it's like to be on the other side because I had with the revival of Les Mis had been in callbacks for like two months Mm -hmm. and then got down to the final room and then they and then I just didn't get it Mm -hmm. um you know so it's like I and I same thing with you know into the woods in the park and like I had had a whole bunch of things where I was like just been really close and people had always really liked me when they were just like you're just not right um, and, and it's about the tenacity of like hanging out and sticking around and, right. and not giving up and going home. Um, right, 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 right. and that, that was my journey. And then I got there and, and I was like, oh boy, I haven't done a show in a while.
1: <laughs> <I haven't. I'm laughs> what like, did I sign up for? right I've now? like
0: sung at gigs, but like being in a show right. for a while and a being Broadway a replace- show. Yeah. And being a and also being a replacement in a Broadway company is a very different beast than being cast in a show outright. Because Hmm. when you're a replacement, the show is already up and running. It's a machine at this point and you learn it like it's just you and the dance captain in a rehearsal space and no other people. Right, and And you you just have to get it
1: right because everybody else knows their stuff already. So, well,
0: and and more importantly, there's set pieces moving around that are going to (sighs) like knock you out if you're not there. (laughs) So, and then all of a sudden you have what they call a put in, which is where you are in costume and have a microphone on, and nobody else does. Oh, um, maybe you have real. some people in microphones but everybody else is in street clothes because they've been in the show for two years and so they're <laughs> all like key off to the side and texting when they're not on stage and having a drink of water and talking about where they're going to get dinner before the show and then you're like you know in a in a weird green outfit in costume, sweating <laughs> in your costume and it's hey like god. if you're wrong everyone's
1: really gonna know <laughs> oh wow
0: and then, that is not and,
1: intimidating at all oh
0: my god it's so traumatizing I had nightmares for days <laughs> oh, afterwards I can
1: imagine oh no everybody's like friendships too like everyone's best friends probably at this point and you're just absolutely. like plopped in absolutely mm-hmm. there's,
0: there's this whole social circle and everything that we love about doing theater when we're young where it's like we all get the cast list at the same time and we all right. get to rehearse together right. none of that is there when you're a replacement like wow. you don't have that bond that. until mm-hmm. being in the show for a little while um I have two people in the company who are not who I still like text with and one of them is the girl playing Alphaba because oh. she was coming in at the same time as me. So we were in rehearsals. Oh, we would sometimes nice. be in a rehearsal together. And then just the guy playing Bach, because one of the days that we had to sit upstairs and sign posters for the Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS stuff, like mm-hmm. we sat across from each other and signed like 30 posters and chit chatted right. about whatever. Right. right. But yeah. other than yeah. that, yeah. It's well, I mean, weird. at least at that
1: point, yeah, I mean, with the break, with the 16 months of a break, like kind of everybody's coming back in new, you know, yes. I mean, even though they're not. So that's kind of like, I mean, uh, another weird benefit of if you had to have COVID and come back, like at least now you're all kind of on the same playing field absolutely. Um, as far as you haven't been there, you know.
0: Absolutely. We're all coming in and we're all like going to have to go through this rehearsal process kind of from scratch together. So it's, I'm very excited about it actually. God, um, I hope
1: so. It sounds just amazing. Oh, good for you. It's a dream.
0: It is just so
1: cool. How long does the show run?
0: So I still have like 22 weeks on my contract. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's... Like, to do that life and to live that life um, is very, it's a huge commitment.
1: Yeah, um, I can imagine. Because
0: you don't get to just, like, go on vacation whenever you want and go home for holidays. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of, like, missing weddings and big yeah. family events because you just can't go can't. do them. That's, right. That's, I mean,
1: even on the much smaller scale of doing weddings in my, like, I've missed almost every single friend's wedding that i can think of. i mean i like had to carve out time just to go to my brother-in-law's wedding this year mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's definitely yeah and a large sacrifice that goes along with performing especially i mean especially broadway but also you know in wedding bands and things absolutely that, you know, performing bands touring bands yeah
0: but yeah That's so like, it's like wow. it's very different to like have this lifestyle Totally, but it, it does it has its ups and its downs definitely
1: yeah. Well, before we leave the subject of Broadway, I would like to know from an insider how accurate is the show Smash?
0: Um, I can't tell you. I've never watched it. I was gonna say. I'm <laughs> like, what? I don't, I don't it, know what you're talking about. It came on when I was in India, oh, and no I way. just never watched it. I have no yeah. idea. I know a ton of people <laughs> who were on it, but like, oh, I cool. never. I never. Isn't that so funny? I just like it was a mid season replacement, and then I just never, I never watched it.
1: (laughs) Funny. There you go. Now you got something on a watch list, right? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I wanna, I wanna know of any like any funny mishaps that you've just in your general performing days. Like, have there ever been like anything where you're like, oh my gosh, that just happened live on stage, or you know, right before we went Uh, on? I mean, I accidentally went naked on stage. Oh, from mm-hmm. the bottom from the bottom down. At Points of Bago. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, Wait, well, what? I mean,
0: listen. No, listen. <laughs> there's enough stuff that has happened at Points of Bago that yeah. Jack and I Jack and I very casually have like, I don't know, like an eight-season TV show planned. Um, <laughs> uh, just about like watch. all of I the h- things that have gone horribly wrong. Um, yeah. well, maybe
1: we should maybe we should clarify that. So, Allie and I
0: met Meg. I don't know, everybody everybody had a boy haircut. <laughs>
1: Oh yep. yes. Oh sure, sure did. Sure did have that add that like white girl afro. Yep.
0: My <laughs> friend uh
1: calls me Susie Maddow when when he sees pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody so had a short haircut. Short.
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I remember always paying very close attention whenever I was, happened to be doing a show, whether it was like Susicle or Chicago, which looking back at my time in Chicago is hilarious. It's just <laughs> the best thing I've ever not seen. Not Broadway. Can clarify. The the local, the local. Oh, no. Not so, Broadway so at good. all. good. It was basically my first like real show. And here I was like with, you know, Susie Maddow walking on stage like, <laughs> Or, you know whatever and I remember you taking me um aside I don't know, I don't remember why, but it was like the just the two of us and mm-hmm. I'm in the rehearsal space, and i I don't know if you remember this, but i'll I'll never forget it. I did a lot of but. this to
0: a lot of people. So. <laughs> I hope it came off the way I intended because I'm I'm a little haunted me, by how often I did this. We're no, about to find out. Tell I, you, think.
1: I still use this today. I still use it today, and I often think like, man, if I wonder if I'd spent more time around Meg, how many like other performance tricks I couldn't have could have had. A lot. But I um. You were trying to tell me about how little movements make a huge deal Mm -hmm. and how like little tiny turns of your head or your body are are just as impactful as like some big arm movement or some Mm -hmm. big turn and whatever and I remember you were looking down like I was sitting we were sitting at a table like looking across from each other and you were looking down while you were talking to me about it and you were like you know sometimes all all it takes is like one little thing and you can really catch people's attention and the whole time you're just looking down at the table and then without moving anything else but your eyes you just like quickly just opened your eyes and looked straight at me and I was like ah and I remember (laughs) I remember that's what you were trying to prove like you Mm -hmm. were trying you were showing the example and I literally like even now I was like oh I I got chills when you did that and I was like I'm gonna do that forever it's amazing I'll never forget it it was so cool I'm so glad
0: that it was a good yeah well I'm so glad it was good and positive and you weren't like (laughs) look at this terrible advice you gave me no Um.
1: (laughs) haunted me (laughs) for the rest of my days I remember
0: yeah (laughs) I, I just am so, like, there's so, especially Chicago was so interesting because, like, That is a nice well, first way all, to put it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because, like, trying to coach teenagers on how to actually be, like. Uh, have some depth. Uh, s- have emotive. some depth. They understand like kind of these juvenile approaches or yeah. you had so much less media, so much less ways of understanding how to do things. I mean, like what were we all doing? Just like putting body glitter all over ourselves as tweens. Like it was right. not what it is now. <laughs> 18 butterfly you, you two, clips in
1: your hair. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And you're mm-hmm. like, don't come near me. I have a, a spiny crown of butterfly <laughs> clips. Um <laughs> I think of an eighth grade picture with, with like just butterfly clips all in a row. Probably, (laughs) But it's, there's, there was so, we all really had to, we were like sort of the last generation that like really had to figure it out on our own. Mm -hmm. And instead of having like a tutorial and then a celebration of like you being your most organic self. So trying to talk to and coach a lot of like young girls, um, and just young people in general on how to be able to move like mature adult women who had committed murder. Um, was uh very interesting and it's like you'd have to be like put your hand on your hip and it's like okay that's actually wrong it, put your hand above your hip right put mm. your hand in the crease above your hip at your waist and actually angle your fingers so that we can create right. that line and just don't splay your fingers that's going to make your hips look bigger and like mm. all these different things of like teaching people how to move in this way so that you know it didn't end up looking like um you know high school musical does Chicago oh. <laughs> right, so. right 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 I remember watching
1: Roxy, Leah, play Roxy. And, like, in one of the scenes, they're, like, legit, like, just having sex on stage. Mm -hmm. And one of the scenes, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, just so, such a, like, blew my mind of, like, that's allowed? Like, that's, people can do that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's just.
0: Such a brand new world. Yeah, this crossing over and, like, the loss of, like, innocence and this exploration of a darker side of right. reality and mm-hmm. humanity that exists that for a lot of people is not necessarily where they feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. Didn't you oh, have a story have, like, so from Chicago, questions? Susie?
1: From doing Chicago? Oh no, my gosh. Yes, I did. Meg remembers as well. She was there. It, <laughs> I, <laughs> along the lines of like being exposed to things that have never happened to me before. I remember the... <laughs> Never, <laughs> i know you know what i'm gonna say
0: one of, these,
1: one of these one of the cast members like as a as a complete joke and i felt i don't know if our listeners will know what this is but is it cal- is it called credit checking
0: is yeah it, was, it called? was called a credit swipe when this <laughs> swipe. little asshole sorry if I'm not supposed to swear no, but oh, he no just, it's like it's fine with us we don't care no he just as oh, sorry not to tell your story for you but Seemless I want to make sure that you it. understand as like the as someone who was an adult in that situation <laughs> and looking at it now where it's like this little twerp I don't even no. remember how old he was he essentially assaulted you <laughs> like just and <laughs> Like, I mean, I
1: don't even God, know if oh I've been God. kissed at that point. Like, very, very. You might need just, to know, just explain more nothing. what the story sweet is Sweet right
0: little child you were. And a sweet little child being like, I'm going to be in this show about all these dirty things. And now all of a sudden, this disgusting ma- man, predator, who was about your age. But he to was, be fair. Yeah. He took it. His- stupid hand and like just oh, ran it between God. your butt cheeks <laughs> <laughs> i was
1: so shocked that you should gonna... have been because <laughs> <laughs> we were just standing in a circle talking with a few of the other cast members and he and he did this and i was so shocked that I, he ran right away so i couldn't like attack him but I, and like and there no was and and then poor taylor slapped. steves poor taylor, poor taylor <laughs> oh, steves my. God, oh, poor Taylor. may he rest I,
0: in peace. Um, I, know. I know. So oh. you turn
1: around. He, this guy, does this to you. Credit checks you, and you turn around and you see the first person in front of you who you think is is the responsible for doing it. And what? No, you, what no, you? no. That's no, no. I didn't think he was responsible. No, he was laughing.
0: No, and he I was just like out of shock and horror. Yeah, it
1: was. Everybody was like, "Oh my gosh!" And he was just like, "Oh my word!" Ha ha ha! And I just nailed him in the face and like <laughs> out of pure, em- pure embarrassment on my part. Like yeah. it, it wasn't anything to do with taylor i was just like oh my god like who can i retaliate against you're oh, here yeah. it's, 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 here he is <laughs> this is what i'm gonna do oh my god that kid cr- you know i yeah. saw him a few times extra Ugh. um after at hannaford he was like working at hannaford or something and i remember like i saw him and i just like see, <laughs> so he just like turned around like ducked his head and like ran away i'm like yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah watch no. out because if
0: i'm gonna grab oh, a grapefruit and lob it at your head um <laughs> yeah oh, oh my god so funny. Yeah. yes equal
1: parts like absolutely morti- mortified and funny when you look back on it like, I oh, mean the, the funniest
0: the funniest part of it is the fact that Taylor who like gasped and <laughs> chuckled out of shock because of yes. anybody in the situation yes. it was like this was wrong it was yeah, wrong to do it yeah, to her. Totally. This is because the thing is, is that <laughs> all of you, like all, you and your sisters, like oh, as people, it was like these are women you respect. Like, totally. ha ha ha, whatever. You're gonna be like stupid or make gross jokes. Like we don't do it. Like you can guess. be disgusting around the rest of these women, but like we don't do that to the Stubble girls. Oh, and mostly fully because they knew won't
1: that. understand what you mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> will have no idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> but it was just like everybody was always kind of like, you can be gross around Nikki, but you can't be gross around them, okay? Oh, like, my
1: God.
0: I don't know oh if that's good God. or so, bad. We love it now. But it was we just it like. Now. And then he just and Taylor just like shocked and oh, comfortable so and then giggled and then you just slapped oh, him so I felt hard. So bad. And then an he idiot. was like, What did I do? That's exactly what I was gonna say. He was like,
1: What did I do? I didn't do anything. I was like, Oh my god, I like, I know, I know, but the other kid ran away, so <laughs> I gotta oh, hit someone. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, good. So amazing. Oh, so many, so many I mean, Chicago was also the show during um. Oh, my gosh. I don't remember the number. What's the one with all of the feathers and the... All I care about
0: is love? Yes,
1: that's it. Yep. And we had like the tiniest costume, like a tiny sequins bra, sequins. And I think think your mom wanted it to be a sequin thong. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I just don't know if I'm cool with that one. That might be a list. It was like ended up being sequin just underwear.
0: Yeah, well, but I know because I think, I I think the, on. The, yeah, the original costume because she had, she the costumes that you guys wore, I think that ended up being the tops of it, were from the original Broadway company and I think oh. the original Broadway company or like one of the tours that she, we had. We just had wow. some Broadway costumes. Well, that's cool. Um, and Amazing. I think they the bottoms were thongs. <laughs> they brought them <laughs> out and it was like, no, that's not going to work.
1: <laughs> Listen. It didn't really matter because yeah. that, that to change into that costume from one of the numbers before that we it was such a quick costume change and I remember mm-hmm. you ha- we had like obviously like the full body tights on or whatever mm-hmm. but I rem- <laughs> I remember not getting them on in time like not getting the bottoms <laughs> on in time and we were kind of standing behind a podium but the people just like were like nope we have to go like there's no time so I was like okay yeah so they're just, not, like, it, not-
0: <laughs> this music's not gonna wait for you this nope, isn't a nope. live orchestra they can't nope. vamp.
1: Like. No. Yeah, so I just, like, went out on stage. I was like, well, I'm behind a podium, so hopefully no one notices and just.
0: um that you, know, you other did other have than, pants? Other than sh-
1: That I literally didn't have pants on. I was like, I'm just going to go out here in nothing. I was like, okay. <laughs> just my tights. Just my tights. Just, just my tights. tights. Just tights hey. No problem. And I was like, well, <laughs> aside from literally giving birth, I'm pretty sure no one's seen that much of me than other than that show. <laughs> <laughs> <That's->
0: <laughs> I mean, sure. oh, Lord. I, sure. mean, that, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that. Oh, I, I. mean, you just <laughs> there's. That's the whole thing about. I mean, that is the thing about like summer stock and like regional theater in general is that it's just like you're just doing the best you can a lot of yeah. the time with what you have and the time and the budget and like. I mean, such a such incredible,
1: hilarious, awesome memories. So 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 much fun. Oh my oh, gosh. Yeah, it really certainly will certainly shaped that. shaped our our singing. Not. 100%. I mean, I don't even know if we call it careers, but like our singing careers and just like our what we do now is just all from that that era of our lives so before before we go I want to so because it's kind of a wedding podcast I guess mm. do you oh, have any yeah. crazy wedding stories
0: well other than mine which was like pff, like canceled uncanceled canceled oh, oh my gosh we, we did get married but like wow um yeah. oh I'll tell you what you just spoke to Sean right yeah 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 so Griffin, <laughs> when Nikki was getting married. So Griffin and I were supposed to perform like during the ceremony, something. Nikki didn't ask us for a specific song or anything. She just was like, yeah, whatever you wanna do. And so we're in the middle of like, Nikki got married opening weekend of PointsBango. Oh, like I mean, opening she, night of staff what? show and her wedding was the next day. And I was like, "Well, I really hope you don't expect me to be there for all these things the week of because I literally can't. There's no one. Oh, like, right. wh- I'll do my best, but like, I can't mm-hmm. not be there for all of this. I'm like directing half these shows. Right. Um. Right. So we, uh, so I was texting with Griffin. Had started communicating with him um, in February about what we wanted to do, and like the communication back and forth, and then he just was like we got to like the week before about what was supposed to happen and what we were supposed to sing and he was like I'm really busy I don't have time
1: oh my god what do you
0: mean you're really busy you don't have time I am like drowning in like pirates and a children's show and a 90s show like are you kidding me (laughs) I'm busy and don't have time you can't say that oh my god I was like but we still also like we never came up with a song to do and so he was like I'm so sorry I'm super busy and this is too last minute at this point we never settled on anything like I don't have time and I was like oh lord okay and so I was like what am I gonna do at this point point?" and I turned and I'm like freaking out and Logan Burns is like hanging out waiting for like his next rehearsal and he was like you could probably learn how to play the ukulele I have one you can borrow. Oh my and I was like what and it's like Tuesday and the wedding's on Saturday and I was just like huh (laughs) what and he's like yeah and I was like I don't play the ukulele he's like it's really easy it's only four strings (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) so Logan proceeded to like I think he had it on him maybe and so he just like handed me a ukulele and like a chord chart and then he like flitted off to wherever he was going and I proceeded to like in from Tuesday to Saturday teach very roughly teach oh my myself god. how to play ish the ukulele and <laughs> arrange a song because I was like I don't know what I'm doing I don't know how to play this instrument I'm like reaching back into the depths of my music uh-huh. theory classes that I barely passed in college uh, <laughs> to try to remember anything on how to transpose on how to do anything oh in any of this and like made an arrangement of what ended up being ha, heart and soul <laughs> Oh my god! how embarrassing Sing. Chopsticks, but here's the thing: <laughs> if the verses are really nice of that song, it's sure. just that the chorus is what you're like. This is gross. Um, oh so if you, God. so I took the second verse, which nobody knew realized what it was, and then I mixed it with her childhood lullaby that her mom kept telling me was really important that I sang at the wedding, which is the boom dia da boom dia yada So oh, I yes. took it and like made a mashup, and then literally. <laughs> just tried to practice as much as possible in between doing all of these things and I'm like walking around with a ukulele (laughs) Jack was Jack my brother for anybody who doesn't know Jack was like what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) why do you have that (laughs) and I'm just like panicked and like trying to learn how to play the ukulele and then I literally the morning of her wedding I looked at her and I was like just just know I tried, okay? <laughs> she was just, like, "Just no. whatever." And she had no idea what was happening. And I was like, "Just know I tried. I tried my best." Oh <laughs> she's my like, gosh. "She
1: probably is the most chill bride." You I was could gonna ask say for. she's the most understanding in this, this type of situation. I feel like she would she would probably prefer it if it was a shit show, just because oh, she you, would know that like it came from the heart. You mean? <laughs> you, are you talking about the time when the tent broke on top of her at her wedding,
0: <laughs> or and water when, came through? Yeah, or when she split out the butt of her dress.
1: <laughs> this is all the same wedding,
0: everybody. The same all the same wedding. wedding. All the same oh, wedding. It was
1: so, so great. It was yeah, so, so how to great. go? So how to go? So you get up there. You. Gotta- it ended
0: up going. Oh, there was one. There was like some F chord that I was like, nope, this is not it. Um, but the rest of it was okay. But the thing is, is that so, I'm like, just know I tried. And then we get to that point in the wedding, and then I walk over and. I walk over to Chris, and I think she thought that I was going to like sing a song with Chris or something, but the ukulele was over hidden. And somebody, I think, was my dad taking pictures? My dad, I don't know. Somebody snapped like the perfect photo of me the moment I just like picked up this ukulele and turned and looked at her. Oh, I'm going to have
1: to post that to our Instagram when this episode comes out. It's
0: like. I don't know. Here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, just oh, this my look God. of like, I don't know what's happening. And oh, she just looked best. at me like, and the, and she did that face where she, her, held, her head like tilts uh-huh. to the side and her eyes get huge totally and her mouth gets small. I'm doing <laughs> it right now. And I'm she just it. was like, mm, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then I just like. She's Played your best friend, song. so she knows
1: that you don't yeah. play the ukulele. She's like, what? She like,
0: what? absolutely knew I did not
1: play the ukulele. <laughs> oh, my. That is the, I mean, just think, I would be so impressed if Allie, like, picked up, I don't know, the drums and, like, started playing some song on the drums. I'd be like,
0: okay, what's oh, going on here? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I'm, like, God. trying to, so I play this whole song and it ends up being, it ended up being fine except for that one chord where it was, like, a pause and a, like, pring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I, like, and all I could do, because you guys were all, like, Kelly and all of them are, like, over there sitting, like, watching the ceremony, and I really That's wanted like, to, like, yell at him oh. and Andy Robbins, turn around, do not look at me while I do this. <laughs> or how about, you can professional you guys musicians? come help me the F you out just, right now? How about you guys play you just, the keyboard? <sighs> yeah, I'm going to need you to leave. Just leave oh the room. like my gosh. I, Walk into the street, please. Um... <laughs> Stop looking at me. Um, Oh, my God. I'm I'm dying. Here's the thing. Like, thank you very much, Griff and Sherry, for backing out of that last minute. Because (laughs) the last, like, five years or four years of my life, as I have taught all of these baby music classes, and, like, really made my made a living out of it. I have accompanied myself on the ukulele for all of them. Yes. So boom. So yeah, it's meant to be. It's meant to be. Meant to be. It, to be. it, to be, it <laughs> has been a real lifesaver <laughs> in being able to like make myself marketable oh in certain my. ways because I can play. Yeah, yeah now. exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well yep, this that's has hilarious. been
1: amazing. Amazing. <laughs> one more question. One more question. Yeah. And then we'll give you your afternoon back. Um so <clears throat> what do you well maybe it's kind of two. So what advice, I guess, do you have for performers or performing in general? And what do you or who do you admire most as a performer? Oh, okay. Um, First of all, it's two questions. That was yeah. a lot. I said two. I said two. <laughs> oh, I thought you said My, one. Okay.
0: What I would say is, um uh take your take your art seriously. Um, don't take it too seriously, but invest in yourself. Just the in right yourself.
1: amount. Just in, the right amount of serious. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's like the investing in yourself. Like if this is something that you want to do, first of all, you can be an artist anywhere in the world. You do not have to be in New York or in LA, wherever. Like you can be, you can make a living as an artist wherever you are. If you are an artist, you will make art wherever you are. Love so it. remember that investing in your art and in your art form and in yourself as an artist is so important because it will only, it will only, you only receive those dividends. I think I'm using that term correctly. Mm-hmm.
1: We don't care. It's totally cool. Oh no, Okay. Um,
0: so, but you will have return on those investments uh, down the road practicing every single day, consuming art of a lot of different artists, all of those things and studying, it will show up in the way that you perform. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And who I admire as performers. um, I have a lot of love for comedians. Um, Mm. I really, I love Patton Oswalt. Mm -hmm. Um, I absolutely love the crew of people from the podcast How Did This Get Made? which is June Diane Raphael, uh, Jason Manzoukas and Paul Scheer. Yeah, it's a, it's a
1: great podcast mm-hmm. just
0: such a great podcast and then they yep. also do all such great work on their own and you know your classic Broadway people I absolutely love Audra McDonald and yeah, I yeah. I love like Beth Level and I have so much love for so many different people who just really take their craft seriously uh, Laura mm-hmm. Bonanti, all kinds of people I think that's a
1: a general like common theme in here is just people who who are serious about their craft and you know like and they do it well because they care about it you know right Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. I know Susie I know Susie said that she had one one more question I just have a a quick just a two second thing (laughs) we have this little Uh piece of that we like to do which is called do and don't so just a quick Uh like for instance you know as a toast do make a toast do don't make a keep speech your clothes on when yeah. you're in chicago <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do you have any sh- any performance related do but don't do this or don't do this but do um
0: this. a do do is give it your all um and be brave mm-hmm. um because a lot of the time that's where all the fun creative stuff is is oh, in oh your God. is it in your bravery yep. um I mean, think of like Lucille Ball. Think of like people yeah. who like really do crazy, wacky stuff. Think of Will Ferrell. That's bravery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, and don't don't self-edit. Don't don't tell yourself you can't do something before somebody else decides. You know, Love it. don't don't say I'm not going to show up for that because. I may not be right, you know? Love it. Totally. Meg, you're the best. I can't wait to come to New York at some point. (laughs) I
1: know. See you in Wicked. Because guess who's never seen Wicked? Allie. Me. Can you believe that? I know. Oh, so much good luck, Meg. I can't wait. I can't wait to see everything else that you do. You're amazing. Yes, you are. Love it.
0: Thank you so much, ladies. I am available for teaching. Yes. My Instagram handle is at Meggles underscore Doherty. Not scannel. Not scannel. Dory. I'll make sure I, I'll make sure I, not scannel. Not Dory Scannel. Uh, and, uh, my teaching handle is at music with Miss Meg. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks Meg. Meg. Loved it. Stay, stay safe and stay healthy. Oh, thank you so much ladies. This has been so much fun.
1: She is just such a pleasure to talk to love her <laughs> and you know, you, can what? Just, you know what I didn't even realize like all the things that she's accomplished and you know I didn't I had no idea about her how she got on Broadway story or any of that stuff like that yeah, was just um, as exciting and fun for me to listen to I think that we probably could have talked to her for another three hours and would have had still plenty to say She's I know so I, I wasn't even yeah I wasn't even looking at the time and she had yes, such, such cool insights yeah big treat thanks again Meg for joining us yes I feel like it's not every day or any day at all that you get to talk to someone so in depth about Broadway which is so cool from an insider's perspective it's just I mean really not awesome only, not only Broadway but Wicked like the yeah. number one show for <laughs> You've a decade. You really got to see Wicked. I, I can't I believe you haven't. Uh, I know. I know. I'm gonna <laughs> I really would love to. Maybe we can do this for our birthday or something. Yes. the end oh of the fall. Gosh. we Definitely. One of us happens to have a free weekend. Maybe we can make that happen. Yes. Just oh such, a, such a pleasure talking to somebody on the inside. Yeah. So yeah for oh. sure. Uh, look in the notes for her Instagram handles where you can find her. If you couldn't quite understand what they were they'll be down below and also follow us at Diaries of a Wedding Singer on Instagram and also so send us an email. We want yes, to hear please. your crazy stories. Please send us an email about anything. Any fun, crazy performance story. <laughs> uh, and that is at diaries of a at gmail.com. Also mm-hmm. follow Susie's band at Yay. Mixology Band. (laughs) (laughs) no i was gonna say dot com but mixology band (laughs) well you can do mixologyband.com can go to our website sure that's fine and follow my band at north coast orchestra and until next time keep a lookout for new episodes every monday please Mm -hmm. subscribe or follow like review all that good stuff thanks again for listening everyone bye thanks everyone Bye. bye